What it do, what it do, what it do. What's happening, what's happening? Big Talk Sports and Entertainment, BTSE 365 Podcast. Back at you. Appreciate you tuning in whenever you're tuning in. It is the day after Memorial Day. Shout out to all those vets again. Salute to them. I'm sure we all have someone in our family who was in the service, is in the service, you know. And, uh, yeah, just salute to them. However your personal views may be on wars and all that type of stuff. And since we're already talking about the armed forces, let's talk about somebody who was connected to them for the most part of last year, and that's Mr. Colin Kaepernick. And his personal stance as far as his, his beliefs and his thoughts about politics or whatnot is what has pretty much held him back from getting employment in the NFL. A lot of people will say, well, he can't play quarterback. He can't play quarterback. He can't throw well. Man, shut up. Ryan Fitzpatrick just got a job with Tampa Bay. Geno Smith has a job with the Giants. Hell, Luke McCown is about to be 40, and he just got a job with the Jets. So I'm really not trying to hear all that. You know, it's other quarterbacks getting snatched, but they not checking for cap. Couldn't the Jets have used Colin Kaepernick? Couldn't the Browns use Colin Kaepernick? Hell, the Jags need competition at the quarterback position. Blake Bortles ain't getting it done, but I'm sure Tom Coughlin does not want someone like Colin Kaepernick on his squad. It's really sad when you think about it because it's clear. It's clear that these NFL owners don't want no dealings with Colin Kaepernick. Like zero dealings. Even Tim Tebow. Even Tim Tebow was getting, you know, contract offers when he had got let go by the Broncos. Who did he end up suiting up for? Um, Philly and New England. So, yeah, don't give me this Tim T. I mean, excuse me, this Colin Kaepernick can't throw. He's not a good player anymore. Like, he can't be a backup for somebody? Really? Now, I'm sure that once training camp starts, if there's an injury, somebody will pick him up. But it shouldn't even get to that point. It shouldn't even get to that point. I still think he shouldn't have opted out of his contract only because he would have put the 49ers in a position to either have to, you know, keep him on the team or just cut him. But at least he would have had a position, you know what I'm saying? At least he would have had a job. But that's just how it goes. He plays in the league where there are 32 men who will make, you know, certain decisions or not make decisions and have other people, you know, the media do their dirty work for him. And things like that. They put things out there in the in the atmosphere that, oh, he only wants to be a starter. He doesn't want to back anyone up. So Cap had to put out a video of himself saying, hey, I don't care about being a starter. I just want to play in the league. I know I can still play. He's 29, 28. Like, really? Really? Y'all got to, y'all with the ish, man. Now, moving on from someone fighting for a job, let's talk about a fight that actually happened on the field. Yesterday, Hunter Strickland intentionally threw at Bryce Harper, hit him in the back with like a 95-mile-an-hour fastball. After that, Bryce Harper was like, look, bro, I ain't having that. I ain't no I ain't no little boy. You're not just going to be throwing at me like that out here. So what did he do? He charged the mound. They got a couple punches off. You know, Bryce landed a nice little right hand. Hunter Strickland landed him a nice little right hand. Bryce Harper threw his helmet like it was really going to hit the guy. It went so far right, it don't make no sense. Like, the pitcher had heart, though. He didn't really run from him. He stood there. I said, boy, all right, this pitcher ain't no joke. And he, he really was about that life. He threw a few, you know, blows out there. Then he only landed one, but it was a solid one. 
Harper landed one too. They they both were ready for a fight. Bitches cleared. Nice little brawl on Memorial Day. You know how baseball get down. And just to go back to the NFL for a moment, in offseason news, I read something where the Buccaneers offensive coordinator made a comment saying Deshaun Jackson is only there for the money. He's not there for the team. He's not there because of the style of play. He's only there for the money. First of all, first of all, why are you counting this man's pockets? You know, stay up out of his pocket, man. What kind of man move is that? You, Oh, he's only here because we paid him more than everybody else. So, let him get his check. Don't count his ducats. Ain't nobody counting your money. Don't be mad because he get paid more money than you. And I didn't know your name until you said this. I don't know what it is about Deshaun Jackson that some of these coaches don't like. I don't know if he if he just is it his personality or whatever it is. I, I'm not really sure why they come for him, but that's a sucker move. Don't hit me with the, oh, he only here for the money. He's going to have to work just like everyone else. D-Jax, when healthy, is a top 15 receiver in the league. He's never played for my favorite team. He didn't go to the college I like or nothing like that. It's just it's facts. It went healthy. He's one of the top 15 receivers in the league, in my humble opinion. Now, he gets overlooked a lot, maybe because he doesn't have the size. I don't know. I don't know. People just seem to not really like him that much. Well, I'm not going to say people, two coaches in particular. But whatever the situation is, D-Jax handled it perfectly. He said, look, I'm just here to play football. I do my job. I train. I work out. I do what I'm supposed to do on the field, and my play speaks for itself. So all that other talk, you can pretty much miss him with. That's me paraphrasing. Don't quote that. Anywho, I digress, man. I appreciate y'all tuning in right now. Whenever you're tuning in, glad you decided to listen when you did. Uh, you can catch me here on SoundCloud.com. You can catch me in the iTunes podcast app at B-T-S-E space 365. That's B-T-S-E 365. Also, I'm in the TuneIn app. Same call, BTSE space 365. You can check me out. WBDE Shock Radio, my podcast is heard on there as well. Shout out to Magic and the whole crew. Oh, yeah, if you're a business, if you have an event, if you have a nonprofit, things of that nature, contact me. Hit up my email. All different types of events. It doesn't matter whether you're doing a, a sports camp or anything, restaurant owners, clubs, bars, whatever. We can get you right with the commercial, you know, PSAs, things of that nature if you'd like. All original content, you know, the commercials are original, PSAs would be original. 15 to 30, 60 seconds, depending on what you want and what you need. Drop us an email, bigtalks731 at gmail.com. That's B-I-G-G talks 731 at gmail.com. Also, for my music artists out there, for all the independent artists out there, or major artists, whoever you may be, submit your music to the email I just stated. That's B-I-G-G talks, T-A-L-K-S, 731 at gmail.com. It's a different platform for you. Shoot me an email. I'll be able to assist you with letting you know how you can be heard on my platform, on our platform, because this ain't my platform. It's for the people, you feel me? So whether you rap, sing, do wop, whatever, you can work something out. We'll have space for you. You can get your music heard, play it during the day, during the, the podcast, uh, highlight you during the week. 
So yeah, just drop me an email. Or if you follow me on social media and you don't feel like emailing me, send me a DM. I check that too. That's enough housekeeping for now. I got more for you later in the show. But I want to move on to some more sports. Last night, the NHL Stanley Cup final started last night, and it was the Pittsburgh Penguins coming out on top 5-3 to three over the Nashville Predators. Look, it's just game one, so I ain't tripping. I was hoping, you know, Nashville would come out and snatch game one, but it didn't work that way. Pittsburgh put up five goals. Smashville only put up three. But it's cool. It's a marathon, not a sprint. I still have Nashville winning it in seven, so it's it's all smooth. There's nothing. Can't play the game and play the refs, too. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Catch y'all Wednesday night. And keeping it funky with the finals talk, let's, let's, let me go on and give it, you know, now people been asking me. They've been texting me. They've been inboxing me. They've been at me on social media, in person or whatnot. Who you got in the finals? Who you got? And I've really been struggling with it. It's, it's been a back-and-forth thing for me. I got my reasons for why I see both teams winning, you know. But for this year's NBA Finals, I got the Golden State Warriors winning it in six. Come on, Big. Didn't you see them last year? Didn't you see them come back from 3-1 and beat the Warriors last year? Yeah, I saw history. I saw history. And I know history can repeat itself, but not this year. No disrespect to a Cavs fan or any of the Cavs players. But... Dan Williams and Kyle Korver are going to have to come off the bench and do some amazing things for at least seven games. Yeah, Dan Williams is a former All-Star, but he's never played past the first round of the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. LeBron James could quite possibly average 35 to 40 points down there. He could, if he attempted to, but we know he's not going to attempt to do that. And with that being said, Kyrie Irving is going to have to have another great finals, which I know he's capable of doing, but when you got... Four weapons on the other side that are all-star players. Not just all-star. All four of them have played on the Olympic team. Like, come on, bro. LeBron James can only guard one player at a time. Like, And now LeBron has to go against somewhat of a rim protector. Not somewhat. JaVale McGee is a rim protector. He's coming off the bench. He may start. I doubt it. But he's going to come off the bench. And he's going to play at least 20 minutes a game. And all he's going to be there for is to rebound, block shots, try to make it hard for LeBron to get to the hole. That's all you really got to do. Because that jumper's only falling when he, you know, getting to the rack with ease. And one thing I know, if LeBron James getting touched when he gets to the rim, if he getting knocked around a little bit, eh, he's going to have a long night. That goes for anybody, though. He a big guy, but if you if you play defense on him the right way, it's nothing. There is video proof that LeBron James will check out of a game. We've seen it happen before. It's not like it hasn't happened before now. So there you have it. I got the Warriors winning it in six. Cleveland fans, LeBron fans, whatever you want to call yourselves, bring on the hate. I know it's coming. But oh well. It is what it is. And since I'm talking about Ohio, shout out to my guy, James Lewis, Lance J Radio. We got the Paragon Cup coming on his show coming up Wednesday night. 8 p.m. Central Time to 9.30 Central Time. And if you don't know what the Paragon Cup is, pretty much going to be a lot of trash-talking people, a lot of trash talk coming from yours truly. So, yeah, get ready. The Paragon Cup, it'll be myself and a few others on there just pretty much giving our own personal opinions about our teams or about sports in general, what's going on right now. So, shout-out to James Lewis, Lance J Radio, ESPN 610 over in Philly. appreciate the invite. Thanks for thinking of us over here at BTSC, good brother. And 
I'm ready to talk, man. I'm ready to let y'all know what the business is down here in the South. You feel me? Also, June 3rd, we will be at Lusane High School for the Legends All-City Classic in Memphis, Tennessee. I said June 3rd. We will be in Memphis, Tennessee at Lusane High School. Mention, you know, AAU basketball that day. We got the Legends game that night at around 7 or 8 p.m. This is all brought to you by Power Circle. Yeah, Power Circle down there in the M. Shout out to my guy Jarvo G, D Nice, and the whole crew down there in Memphis, man. It's about to be one. I wasn't able to make it last year, but this year I'm definitely in the building. Oh, yeah, be on the lookout for that All Eyes on Me movie, the Tupac movie, June 16th. Hey, that joint finna be ignorant. I'm ready to watch it. I don't care what nobody say. I got to go to the movies to see that. It won't be no bootleg or no fire stick for me. I got to go to the movies to see that one. No doubt. No doubt. Also in entertainment news, I, I can't not mention this. I've been keeping up with this whole Ebro and Charlemagne beef, quote unquote, or whatnot. And it's not about who's right or wrong, whose side I'm on or anything like that. It's just about, come on, bruh. Charlemagne, you got a good book out. You got a real good book out. But you went on a podcast with Joe Budden, for those who don't know. He went on a podcast with Joe Budden and pretty much dissed Ebro, saying Ebro was trying to get a picture with him for a photo op at an event that they were at. Now, at no time in this interview during the podcast did he say that, well, Ebro really approached him because Nessa, who was over the event with her boyfriend, Colin Kaepernick, wanted them to take a photo together. Now, here's the backstory. Ebro, Charlemagne, they, they both work at rival radio stations. One works at Power 105 in New York. The other one works at Hot 97. Over the years, you know, over the past, what, five, seven years, however long, they've always been throwing shots at each other. You know, both stations. It's, it's all in good fun. It's rivalry stuff. There's nothing malicious about it or anything like that. It's just rivalries. It's just work. So Ebro and Charlemagne are both at the Audubon Ballroom in Harlem. If you didn't know, that's where the great Malcolm X was shot and killed, assassinated, murdered, all of that. Their family was there as well. And Nessa thought it would be a good idea for Ebro and Charlemagne to take a photo together at the event saying, hey, you know, they can put their differences to the side. They're all at the event trying to show support to Colin Kaepernick and the cause. Well, Charlemagne wasn't having it, and he pretty much said, look, Ebro came over, they talked, they chopped it up. Ebro wanted to take a pic. He was like, nah, bruh, I don't get down like that. We ain't cool. I'm not taking no pic with you. But Charlemagne didn't even know that Nessa is the one who wanted the photo to be taken. And she asked Ebro before even inviting Charlemagne if it was cool to invite him to the event, if he was going to be cool with it. And he was like, yeah. So, yeah, Charlemagne, in this situation, you deserve donkey of the day, my good brother. Even though I like you. I like what you're doing. I like what you got going. But, yeah, you deserve donkey of the day for that one because you done talked about it in the streets now. When well, he didn't talk about it in the streets, but you talked about it in the streets. You put it out there trying to seem like, oh, this dude corny. He trying to take a picture with me for a photo op. But you didn't put all the information out there. Or you didn't have all the information and you spoke too soon. Either way it go, you in the wrong, my brother. You in the wrong. And speaking of one of my quote-unquote brothers being wrong, Tiger Woods was stopped for DUI over the weekend. If you haven't seen his mugshot, the boy really out there looking like Tiger Woods, y'all, for real, for real. Things just ain't been the same for old Tiger since he stopped messing off with all his junts. It just ain't been the same, man. His life ain't never going to be the same.
he can't be out here with all that freak stuff. So he's just driving around drunk on the holiday weekend and get caught like most people do. Instead of just using Uber or Lyft, he decided to drive. You're a freaking millionaire, man. You got 20 bucks to get to the crib. Stop your shit, Tiger. That's all I got for y'all today, man. Don't forget the next podcast will drop Thursday morning. Shout out to all my listeners from around the world, from around the country. I appreciate you. Wherever you're listening, whether it's Chile, Brazil, the Congo. Shout out to Brazil, by the way. Shout out to my line brother, Benzoa Simmons, down there doing the damn thing on the hardwood down there, man. For real, for real. Shout out to Cali. Shout out to Illinois, Chicago, Champaign, Nashville, Memphis, Atlanta, the DR, Australia. Hell, I just looked. I still got people viewing me in Ireland. Appreciate it. Shout out. And just to give you a little bit about Thursday's show, I I finally get a chance to talk about Jason Whitlock. Is he Sambo out here? Of course he's Sambo. Of course he is. Of course he is. LeVar Ball. Oh, my gosh. LeVar Ball, LeVar Ball, LeVar Ball. Business-wise, you cool. Coaching-wise, nah, my G, I'm going to need you to stop that. Plus, I'll recap game two of the Stanley Cup playoff finals. And we'll go behind the tail of the tape for the Warriors and the Cavs who will be tipping off on Thursday night. That's all I got for you today, my good people. As always, I appreciate you listening. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your ears. In the words of of my fam, it's a nice day out. The birds chirping in the south. Y'all got to feel that good old summer breeze. I'm going to holler at y'all. Peace to you and yours. And make sure you love somebody today. If it's not yourself, make sure you love somebody else. But you need to love yourself first. You feel me? Make love, not war. I'm out. BTSC 365.